0: Re-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on and check the date, July eighteenth, two thousand eighteen. 2018. How's it going? How the hell are you? How the hell are you? I'll tell you what I am. I am hot, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm trying to come down from it a little bit. Uh, you know, before I went on my vacation or my little uh, trip away, our my air conditioner, our central air, which is not working, and the, the, this is the plight. Of uh, Renting, so I let my leasing agency know. I sent him an email on June fourteenth They dragged ass, did nothing because they are absolutely fucking horrendous. Zabas property manager go to hell and so I, I, I'm trying to get in contact with them while I'm away. Oh, yeah, we're putting in bids with the you know landlord. Do this. They're going to replace me. All just load of shit. Lip service, blah, blah, blah. Don't email me. I'm a terrible worker. I, I can't hear from you. Uh, sincerely, shitty management person. So uh, guess when my air conditioning's going to be replaced? Guess what, guess how long? In the, one of the fucking hottest regions. I thought I wasn't angry anymore. Hottest regions of the goddamn country. Outside of Sacramento in the summer. Let's, let's, let's take a look at how hot it is right now. Let's, 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 let's just take a gander, huh? Okay, all right. Ooh, it is uh, 97, feels like 101. How about that? My air conditioner will be placed on August 6th. And I know some of you people are thinking, oh, I don't even have air conditioning. No, no, you need air conditioning out here. You need it. Okay, you need it. So I I almost two goddamn months. So this is what I'm doing right now. I'm sitting here. Now get this visual. Get ready. I'm sitting here. Shirt off. Pants off. Only boxers. While a slight breeze comes in. I mean, that's hot. That's hot enough to get Joe Bingo going. Holy shit. We will get into that pervert's... Uh, escapades in, in just a bit but I want to review my vacation because I'm sure you want to hear more about that am I right
1: Have fun uh, are you going to tweet a picture of Erica onto Twitter that, that's Erica's job if she wants to tweet back yeah. him a picture That she can do that that's no, fine no that's okay now, let's, let me just say for anybody has not seen Erica
0: let me say this uh, <laughs> she is stellar oh my god no you are you're very attractive uh, but I'm just telling people right Ed, would
1: you agree with that I was distracted because
0: I was like I'd like to keep my job Joe and uh, not be in some sort of lawsuit for years from now um Anyways, so let me tell you about uh, what's going on, by the way. You know, it was kind of a podcast last week. I, was a, I felt a little neutered. and you know, an w- old woman next door. I couldn't really just swear like shit or whatever, you know, as loud as I wanted to. And, uh, you know, I was just kind of out of it. You know, I, I, was, I, I couldn't even get into podcast mode because I was just enjoying myself. You know, I was just enjoying, you know, those, those tough days of walking the beach. And, you know, oh, man, I mean, that, that's, that's what life's, life, that's what life's worth, worth living. You know what I mean? Boy, I tell you. I get, but sometimes I just get so angry, you know? Like, Josh Hader. Oh, God, that Milwaukee Brewers pitcher. Oh, those tweets. I'm so angry. Ah, uh, Angry. So angry. Eh. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. Puerto Rico was fine. Uh, I, I, I forgot to mention a few things um, when I was there. The, uh... What the hell was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so I went on this. And, and, you know, my wife's friends, they don't listen to this goddamn show, so it doesn't fucking matter anyways. So, you know, listen, they're a little more well-off than us. We went to this this restaurant, Old San Juan. Every time we go out with them, it's always some ridiculous bill. It's outrageous. But, you know, you go with it. You just say, oh, you know, you don't see these people that often. So what the hell? I think her husband, her friend's husband owns a CPA firm. You know, he's, he's, he's doing all right. So they pick this restaurant where I already see, you know, you look on Yelp or whatever, and it's $4 signs. I'm just like, oh. Here we go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I look at the menu. No prices. Oh, boy. This, the, the hits just keep on coming because you know it's good when there's no prices. I'm already sweating uncontrollably here. It's like I'm in the WFAN studios and I'm in the Bros Club and, you know, I'm with Joe Benengo and we're just ra- raiding the interns. Oh, boy. Let's put them in the standings. Who's first place? Who's getting the wild card? But So we go to this restaurant called Marmalade's in Vio, viejo san juan old san juan for the uh english speakers uh and first of all i think that i'm not wearing sneakers i'm wearing sneakers so i'm gonna you know look like a moron because i didn't bring my shoes with me but there are plenty of gringos in there so uh you know you're allowed to do that so so you know we get there and i look and i see it's one of these places where you got several plates oh four plates a person uh it'll be 70 dollars a person so i'm already thinking holy christ you know this bill is almost 300 dollars already and we don't have any drinks but luckily i was told That uh, these two, uh, the the other couple is, they're on a diet, no alcohol. No alcohol at all. So I'm just like, good. I don't have to deal with these fucking people. I'll just buy whatever fruity little cocktails for $15 a piece. I'll have two or three of those and whatever. You know, at least be a little happier about this whole ordeal. They sit down, they go, hey, it's great to see you. I want a drink. And I'm just like, oh, God. So the husband immediately grabs the menu and says, all right, well, let me take a look here at the wine list. I'm just like, oh, God, just just get a glass. But I, I know he's not getting a glass. I know he's getting a bottle. We ordered two bottles of this wine. And I'll tell you, it was very good. And, you know, I, the, it, it was from Napa Valley, to so I'm close to Napa. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I've never had this wine. But, I mean, the wine in the region, I mean, they, they can't be beat. It's, it's some of the best in the world, obviously. I mean, I, I'm not recreating the wheel here. But, I mean, <laughs> fucking bill comes. You know what those bottles of wine cost? $80 each. Do you know how much the bill for four people was? $617. I put on my biggest smile and tried to play it off like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm always splitting $600 bills. It's fucking, I do it every Tuesday. Yeah, absolutely. I've never heard of something so insane. I just, I was just like, oh yeah, I expected it to be that much. Yeah, yeah. The the other couple was just like, I don't understand. It's like that Seinfeld bit where you know people eat and then they, they have a great time and yada 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 and then they get the bill and they're like, What, what is this? What, how, how did this happen? Where did these charges come from? What we spent frivolously and fucking recklessly." The chef did come out and speak to me though personally because I asked about what kind of pepper something was. He came out and explained it to me. So there's that. But back to six hundred dollars. Unfucking believable. Unbelievable. That's more than my car payment for the month. Three, I mean, our our, our, our portion of it, 300 whatever dollars. That's more than my, I pay for the car for the month, and the meal wasn't even that good. I mean, listen, it's better than, you know, the normal, you know, fucking buffalo chicken sandwich I have, but I mean, I've had better gourmet food. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I had him one of those sweets at Yankee Stadium where the WFA employees go, and they beat the shit out of each other and get loaded at 10 a.m. Mr. Beningo, can you tell me that? Anyways. Uh, anything else happen? Uh, I'm trying to think. Of anything else that happened? To my wife's grandmother, who's 90 years old, was telling me about how some guy was like costing her at the mall, being like some older guy was just like, "What is your name? Where do you live? When's the last time you were kissed?" <laughs> she was just like, "He said that to me," and I decided that I told I told him I find that inappropriate, and we're no longer speaking. So I found that to be a very strong st- strong female presence there, you know, 90 years young. Uh, yeah, so, but then we, we ended the trip, like I said, you know, we did the family stuff in Connecticut, we did the family stuff in Puerto Rico, and then we ended at the beach uh in the western part of the island, and left dia, so that was beautiful. Lack of internet, they fixed it the last day, uh, which is great, you know, and then as if they were doing me a great favor. They're like, yeah, yeah, I know what the problem is, I got those wires in, so they'll be ready tomorrow. He's like, wait, you're leaving tomorrow, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, ah, yeah, yeah. there's algae everywhere. I'm not sure what was going on with the algae. Um... But uh, whatever, you yeah. know, I'm complaining about algae, and I could have could have lived my life there. Continuing to do it, whatever. But it's always weird too, is when you're traveling, especially in like you know nice environments like that, like Puerto Rico or where the tropics, Caribbean, or where every vacation spots. You have those like fucking groups of people who all have the like, the family shirt. The really obnoxious family shirt, which I never understand. Like, I can understand if you have a bunch of little kids and you all want the same shirt so you can, like, recognize them if they run astray or, you know, I don't know, run towards some pedophile or something. But I mean, these ones for adults, these, like, really gaudy, like, there was one that looked like it was almost like a minor league all star jersey that they all went to the Dominican and then they had all the locations, like, all over them. Like, it was one of those NBA bomber jackets with all the teams on them. It, it was just like, what, what, what is the purpose of that other than it look like a horse's ass? ass in no way is anyone looking over me like oh look at that that family went somewhere honey look would you look at that wow that that must have been a lot of fun that must have been an enriching family experience or they just look like complete fucking assholes but i mean either or whatever pick your poison right different strokes for different folks (laughs) so uh yeah and and i think the 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 other issue was what happened no there was no issue going to new york Stuck around New York for a little bit. I say stuck around. It was goddamn layover, Brian. They happen, And I and I get into the... And, of course, I get them. We were lucky. We didn't have anyone. This is really fucking minutiae that no one gives a shit about. But, you know, there's nobody in the middle seat on the way there. But we. On the, on, but from New York to Sacramento, I'm in the middle seat. This guy sits next to me. Like, classic guy who's in his 30s, still goes to the club and probably... You know, it's way too old to be in the club, but he's, he's got his... He's got his like ripped jeans, his tight like shitty dumb slogan shirt, and like you know you know the type reeking of of cologne. And uh I don't know, listen, maybe those are better. Maybe he's just doing coke every night and sleeping with you know tens. I don't know, but he seemed like a loser that didn't. He just wanted to be still part of that life. This asshole, if you've been on JetBlue, you know that you can control the uh the TV with on your armrest. So this fucker. Continues to think both, and this should be, this is a rule, right? As far as I'm concerned, you have the aisle, which, hey, you have the aisle, congratulations. You have the window. Awesome. You get a little place to lean on. When you're in the middle, you get both armrests. This asshole finagled his way. He also brought this enormous jug, not a jug, but like one of those like, which I don't know the difference, but one of those like big water bottles that are like glass, but they're not like bottles. They're like, you buy them in this big like circular oval glass, and he like, Never drank from it. Just threw it on his seat as it jammed up against my leg. Like, like it was like some sort of barrier between us. Very uncomfortable. Um, but I was lucky. I, I was trying to be nice. I didn't say anything about that. Uh, but I did have to say at least a dozen times. This asshole, because he wanted to take both armrests, continued to put his dumb elbow. As I'm trying to watch the Yankee game, he puts his elbow on the armrest, which would change the channel. Would turn off the brightness. And I'd say, hey, hey, like my man... Oh, sorry about that. Oh, sorry about that. He was like a parrot. That's all he said. Oh, sorry about that. Not like, oh man, I I really apologize. Oh, sorry about that. Two seconds later, he's doing the same goddamn thing. I said, and finally, I was like, hey, you gotta stop. I'm, I'm trying to watch this. And he said, oh, sorry about that. And then he leaned over and, uh, you know, he got over. But I mean, how fucking annoying... I want to be mad at JetBlue, but it's never been an issue before. I didn't see anyone else's screens rapidly changing channels because asshole people were st- were, they think they belong. Clubs were doing that. Dominating armrests. Really annoyed me. Really. I just kept going. I have to change the channel. I said, buddy, you keep doing I got to change the channel. Say, buddy, change the sh- oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. So you, 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 boot this fucker off. Is there a terrorist on on the board? Can we do something about this? Muhammad Atta, Okay, all right, all right, all right. No, we're going too far. We're going too far. Just relax, relax, Brian. It's not a, it's not that big of a deal. At the time, it was. So, what I miss in sports, huh? What I miss? <laughs> I didn't see a ton of sports. I've been reading a lot. I read the Tiger Woods biography recommended by a uh, friend of the podcast, Kirk Menahan. I read a poorly written book about the Hanoi Hilton, uh, over the Donner Donner Reed Party. And right now, I'm reading The Black Flags: Rise of ISIS, which uh, is good because, I mean. Everyone needs a little Abu Mus Abu Musab al Z- al Zakari in their life. We all do, right? The what was he the the the, the Sheikh the the slaughter of she- the Sheikh? A lot of comprehension in the book here, Brian. can't remember anything, huh? The Sheikh slaughter. I don't know. P- pretty interesting how him and like Al Qaeda, even Al Qaeda was like, dude, you're out of your mind, Zarqawi. Abu Musab al Zakari, Zakari you you are you're, you're brutal and you're unnecessarily brutal and people won't take a terrorist organization like us seriously which holy christ um <laughs> you know when Al- when listen when Ayman Zah- Z- zahari and Osama bin Laden are saying to you, listen yo take it down a notch you might be an animal but that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying uh speaking of animals what that papa johns huh <laughs> i love how he, uh, for those of you who don't know, you know, Papa John's, uh, the, 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 everyone knows, by the way, the founder of, of Papa John's, get it? How many times you say Papa John's? So the N word in a, uh, well, a, conference call and they said, all right, well, we've had enough of you. I mean, you've already made enough comments about the football thing, which I didn't have an issue with, with him losing money because of the anthems. It's just something I don't think I'd release to the public saying that in private. I don't think there's absolutely anything wrong with that. You're a businessman. This is hurting our, our, our bottom line. Uh, But announcing that to the world is, eh, you know, because who the fuck eats Papa John's anyways, like people in like Idaho or whatever. That's the only place I I can't imagine. Have you ever met a person where they're just, "Mm, I'm hungry. Oh man, I want some Papa John's. No, no one doesn't happen. No one would say that. No, no one would. No, no, no sane human being. Not even Lloyd Braun would say that. But then the best part about that was. It was the fact that he said he was coerced. He was forced to say the N word in a conference call. And listen, I can understand. That's happened to me a lot. You know, I'll just be talking about Excel, and you know, say, listen, this this spreadsheet. If you look at last month compared to this month, no, John, I'm not going to say the N word. I, I don't care if my life depends on it. Listen, I need this job, but I don't need it that bad. You can't make me do. Okay, fine, I'll say it. I mean, it happens to everyone. He was forced to say... What fucking
1: bullshit.
0: Like, that might be one of the worst lies I've ever heard. I was forced to say the N-word. They, they made me say... And of all places. Like, it wasn't like a clan rally. It was at a conference call. <laughs> say it. Say it! Come on, do it. <sighs> Any sports to talk about here, Brian? Jeez, I'm 15 minutes in. I don't think I said one thing about so Chase Utley's retiring, and I had to, to tweak the Met fans. Well, it's something I completely believe in. You know, they all hate him, you know, for that. Was it Ruben Tejada? He broke his leg, yada, yada. Listen, it was the cleanest slide in the world, but let's not act like that was, you know, the, the dirtiest thing since, you know, Joe Jackson slit his mother's throat, which he didn't do, by the way. Nice try. Don't even look it up on Wikipedia. But I'm just saying, it, it really, it, again, if, if Ruben Tejada just got up, and is it, was it Ruben Tejada? If he just got up, and was like, yeah, I'm fine. Everyone been like, eh. You know, plays happen. You know, people get hurt. Uh, I don't know. I think people just had a... Mets fans just hated Chase Utley to begin with. And if you want to say he's a dirty player and his reputation is dirty, okay. I'd like to think that I have enough rationale in my brain if David Ortiz did something like that, and I don't like David Ortiz, that I'd be able to acknowledge that, hey, that wasn't a clean slide, but also wasn't the dirtiest thing since, I don't know, Joe Beningo uh, with a few drinks in him on a Saturday morning at WFAN. I don't know. But... There's that. Uh, what was the other thing? Manny Machado was finally traded. Wonderful. I don't give a shit. I, I, I am in the minority here, and I've been trying not to drink a lot of beer. I've been actually been really good, but it's so hot, and I'm so annoyed. I, I, I forgot to even mention. So I called these people today. This, this leasing agency. I almost made this woman cry. I had to backtrack. I, I here, here's a few highlights, a few gems from when I fucking called this lady. I said, "You're not all to blame." My wife and I are partly to blame too because we should have some sort of psychiatric hold because we decided to continually – this is a third year now. First year, okay. So for twice now, re-up with you people. We, we should have some sort of psychiatric evaluation. So we're partly responsible. Uh, I talked about how they don't give a shit about anyone. I said, you don't care about any of these people because you're just going to flip it because it's a college town and you're going to flip it because you don't care about people because you're used to treating people like crap, okay? I will be calling the Better Business Bureau because this is absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Everything you're saying makes no sense. I'm sorry. Every time I've talked to you, you've been a nice person. However, I just don't believe a lot of what you have to say. And she's like, Brian, what do you want me to do? What can I do? And I was like, oh, God, I'm making this woman cry. Listen, I'm sorry if I'm putting you in a bad situation here. I'm not trying to m- make this personally about you, which was a lie. I backtracked. I'm sorry. I let my guard down. It's the Catholic guilt in me, perhaps. But I I, I just, I had to be, Brian, you're going to make this woman cry. She's going to go into her coworkers Is there The guy in the dress with the air conditioner Maybe me cry. Oh, come here. Come here. It's okay. He's a bad man. Ugh. Just like the women who had to run into the HR office after dealing with Joe Beningo. <laughs> I don't want to be in pigeonhole in the bros club. I just won't do it. I, I refuse to do it. I'm not that kind of person. And I said that to her several times. Uh, but Manny Machado, <laughs> I am out of my mind today, making no sense. Uh, so I, I'm speaking with a beer. Oh, my God. This is like a workout. I don't even know, need to go to the gym. I'm just dripping. I need to buy like one of those external air conditioners. This, this cannot continue. This cannot continue. Zabus, if you're listening, send help. Well, no, wait. You don't send help because you suck. You're not sending help at all. So, Manny Machado, I'm, I'm all by myself. I, I think this guy is overrated. I don't like him at all. I find him very arrogant, very pompous. And listen, he's having a great year this year. And he's a great player. I mean, I, I find him overrated in the sense that they talk about him and Bryce Harper in the same sense. And he's a douche as well. But, uh, yeah, Bryce Harper's, like, uh, slightly better. <laughs> Manny Machado doesn't have an uh, OPS. And this has been my go-to uh, I'm-so-smart line on uh, on Twitter. I think... Once, he's had an OPS over like 750. That's not good. Now, he's having an amazing year this year. Now, he's the newest LA Dodger. I hope he stays there. I don't want anything to do with Manny Machado and the Yankees. I find him to be a total douchebag. Like, and you know what? It wasn't just him, but how about that MLB red carpet the other day? This is all of sports. It's not just MLB. I'm so sick of this. You know, And, and listen, if I was one of these players, I, I, I can't fault him. They're about building a brand. They're all egomaniacs. They're all about themselves. They're about making more money. But this, like, fashion show. I, I, Manny Machado's outfit. I mean, he made Manny in, in Scarface look like conservative with this outfit. No shirt. Just a sports jacket with matching slacks. Wearing loafers. No socks. And this this hair. I, I don't know. This this just slick to the side hair with these John Lennon glasses. He looked like a complete horse's ass. Again, you know, Manny, yeah, but Brian, we get it. We heard it the first time. I don't want that guy anywhere near the Yankees. And everyone could talk about free agency. It's in the Bronx. I don't want him. I don't want Bryce Harper. Me pitching. I think if they get pitching, they could put this this team together in regards to hitting. And, you know, I don't know. I don't want either of them. I don't think anyone's worth it. They're both going to. Machado's, you know what Machado's going to do? He's your classic, now I give a shit player. He's in a quote unquote contract year on a good team. His numbers are going to be amazing the second half and in the playoffs. And he's, go- his contract is probably going to be 50 to 100 million dollars larger than it was if he stayed with the Orioles. Asshole who doesn't leg anything out. And listen, I understand. If it's seven to one in the seventh inning, you know, on a day game against the Royals and, and you're not legging out a grounder to second, I get it. All right, I get it. I'll just leave my old man bullshit to the side and not even make a big deal out of it. But that fucker, it was bases loaded. And they, and I know the Warriors are having a bad year, but he lofted up and he got booed. Like, give me a break. You are a loser. That's Robinson Cano territory. Oh, 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 white man calling WFAN worrying about Cano. Listen, again, there are different situations to dog it. There, are, but, but in situations like that, when you are trying to have a run score in a pivotal game, pivotal's a bit much, but... Show, show a little heart there, Manny Machado. I hate Manny Machado. I, I, you know, I've gone from not liking him, from him being overrated, to him being obnoxious, to now I hate him. Screw Manny Machado. There we go. Fair enough. Boy, have you ever listened to Red Ticket Blues? Boy, that guy is an ignorant asshole. Clearly, clearly. Speaking of ignorant assholes, Josh Hader. Oh, my God. So this is a classic case of everyone patting themselves on the back. And, and, and I said on Twitter, it's red meat for the self-righteous fart smelling sports media to dig through. And listen, what he said is stupid. And, you know, it, you shouldn't be putting that stuff on Twitter. And it was there were offensive things. But I mean. You're going through people's Twitter's account. It's the same thing with the Villanova kid. And the, the biggest day, biggest night of their life to find stuff they said when they were a teenager and act like you have this fucking moral compass that is so much higher than everyone else. The Jeff Passans and the and the, and the the Bob Nightingales. Oh, Passan was in his fucking element last night. Not even really saying anything, but just being incredibly passive aggressive about it. Like one of the, he didn't even have to say, let me leave this right here. He's just like, oh, there are fans wearing hater jerseys. They turn them inside out. Family members. Had this now that it only has the number on it. It's just like, will you go fuck yourself, Jeff Passan? It's just uh, enough, enough's enough. And then Keith Law, the self righteous douchebag of them all. Actually, Passan's probably pretty close, but Keith Law also there talking about just oh, something needs to be done. So, I you know what needs to be done? Guess what? No one's gonna give a shit about this. I'd say in about 48 hours, our new cycle is what three to four days at the most. Trump will say something stupid. He'll go back and forth on whether he believes our intelligence in regards to Russia. Boy, talk about having a bad few days. You know when Trump's not having a good few days because you go on Twitter and you look for the people defending him, and it's a lot smaller. It's, it's not as small as the Space Force, but it's a lot smaller. Sorry, and you know what? I, I like to be open-minded with it. I don't care if he doesn't believe the intelligence. You don't get go against the intelligence to, to then agree with Russia. I'm sorry. That that's just the way it is, man. And you can be a MAGA supporter all you want and you hate Hillary and the emails, or da, 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 da. it's a bad look, and you fucking know it. And if you don't, then you don't have a brain in your head. I'm sorry. You can agree with everything else he says, and I don't. But uh, but you have to you have to use your brain at this and tell me this does not look good. Uh, but what was I talking about? But there are people that spend their days looking through this. I- I'm sorry. I thank God every day that when I was a teenager, social media didn't exist. There was no Facebook. MySpace became a thing like when I was a freshman in college, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Freshman in college. And I barely used that thing. I, I he, he, Here's the thing, too. And I'm not defending Josh Hader in this way. I just think the people that are the, the, the self-righteous, holier-than-thou assholes, that that's, that, that's my main issue. I'm not going to defend Josh Hader and say, oh, well, it's perfectly, it's fine to use the N-word. I mean, that that's cool. Like, that, that's not my stance. And of course, the moron should have deleted it. They should have someone employed by every professional sports team, every collegiate sports team, that if anyone is, you know, on Twitter, there should be a person that goes through, finds those, deletes them, and monitors it. Now, is that tedious? Is that cumbersome? Is that ridiculous? Absolutely. But then you have PR nightmares like this. I am awesome. And I am ready to do that job because I'm a loser. We're glad they do it. I don't care will work. I will work to go through your Twitter account. Boy, what a pathetic job. But I will say this. I grew up in a pretty white area, but because I'm so goddamn progressive and awesome. I have friends that are Hispanic. I had a friend that was black. I had Asian friends. And because we were like children and we wanted to be like men you know, you see like the men on like movies or at the shitty bar or whatever, you know, it's always like some insult, especially about you like your ethnicity or race. We would say the worst things to each other. So there you have the four main races, ethnicities, I guess. I don't I don't know. Sure, what the hell. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. We would say all the terrible things you could possibly think of that I'm not going to repeat because I'm not Papa John's or Josh Hader. Probably Joe Boningo, too. Why not? But I mean, now this idea that, oh, I never talked like that when I was a kid. Oh, you were just fucking perfect. What'd you read? Snow White to your friends after school every day? Get the fuck out of here. These, these people are so, they're not even real. See, that's the problem with Twitter. These people are not real. The conversations they're having are not real. No one would have that in real life. Nobody. It's, it's, it's all fake. Oh, sorry. I, I, like, like, was it, was it, was it, uh, Wasn't, no, it wasn't Bobby Knight. It was like, who's that coach from Rutgers where he like yelled at the players and everything? And, ooh, we had to get rid of him because he said swear words. And people are like, oh, I, I, I never, I never had a coach like that. No, no coach ever talked to me like that. Or no, it was Trump with the whole locker room talk. Like, listen, he was running for president, a little different, but people are like, I never heard that in any locker rooms. What the (laughs) fuck? What locker room did you go to where you didn't hear language like that? Like, I'm sorry. Maybe I am just a terrible person because I had to like because I had to endure the, those slings and arrows and heard that sort of terrible language. Or did you people just live in a bubbled world where everyone just, hey Frank, you're looking wonderful today as he sits there naked with his you know leg on the <laughs> gym bench. Hey, how's Fran and the and the kids? Yeah, oh boy, that that that's that's super. That's you know what's great, everything. You know what I love about life? Life. I mean, everything's just wonderful. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like any. I don't have a problem with any of this stuff. I, I just, I just love living. I love everything. You know, everything's perfect. That that's what's great. You know what else is great? God. God is great too. Yes, God is great. Totally normal conversation in the locker room with everyone naked. That's I, I like to talk about God naked in my local YMCA all the time. I had to pause the podcast real quick. The door that I'm doing this creeped open. And I'm kind of yelling today. And I don't want my you know, wife to <laughs> all of a sudden hear me yelling. Yeah, I like to talk about God naked in the YMCA all the time. She's like, Brian, w- w- what direction's a podcast going in these days? So I'm I'm not defending what Josh Hader said. But some of you people, get off your high horse. Your horse is is so many floors up, so many stories up. Seriously, no one believes how fucking wonderful you are. You I just can't I said this on Twitter, I can't pretend to be outraged about tweet oof tweets from a kid seven years ago. I can't pretend it's it's so tedious. It's exhausting. It's fake. And I just love God. I mean, yeah. Yeah, God, fuck yeah! All right. Anyways, moving on. Uh, what other, what other topics. So it's, it's the same baseball there for a second. So we had the all-star, the, not the all-star game, the, uh, the home run derby the other day, and, and again more fake talk because you had the home run derby and. Whatever. I had it on. I mean, do you want me to say I'm some home run derby like aficionado or I absolutely love it? No, because it, it first of all, it's stupid in the sense that these announcers are so amazed that major leaguers are able to hit like 60 mile an hour fastballs, 400 feet. They're just like, Whoa, I mean, it was pretty terrible when when, when Berman was there, too, because wherever they were, they, he would just pick some sort of historical or, ta- you know, place in the area or, he hit that one to, 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 to the Smithsonian! Oh, watch out, Warville Wright's plane! But, uh, Carl Ravage in his rug, and it was, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was Mark Teixeira, and, you know, Teixeira, just, wait, just shut up. Like, <laughs> you had Kyle Schwarber hit these home runs, and you have Teixeira, like, just shut up. He's just like, you know, What's really fun. But, you know, the thing about Schwarber is just you just have so much fun watching him. You know, it's just it's every day you get to see this guy play. It's just a really a lot of fun to see him swing the bat. Who fucking talks like that? Imagine being with your friends, like in a bar. and be, <laughs> you know, Let's say it's a great game. You know, let's even say it's a playoff game. Like, Didi it's a homer off the Indians, which he always does. And just be like, yeah, all right. Nice, Dee, Dee There we go. Gregorius. All right. Hey, man, how much fun are you having watching him play? You know, the whole the record would stop. You'd look at them and be like, what? Yeah, yeah, it's a good game. But, no, but isn't it fun watching him swing the bat? What are you, a eunuch? Shut up. Teixeira just had so much fun. Just so, so much fun. And douche nozzle, uh, Br- Bryce Harper obviously went about his dad and his dad throwing to him. And, uh, I mean, they're the, <laughs> they were the people that you hated seeing in Little League. Because he was such a douche. Jacked out of his mind. Tanned. And just... And I'm not talking about Bryce Harper. I mean, he's just a dick anyways. But seeing those two, imagine going to games and seeing those. Yeah, so that's Bryce. Yeah, so I mean, all the teams are calling me about him. You like my cutoff here? Hey, check out the new truck I got. You like those mud flaps? Naked ladies on the back, right? Oh, did you notice the bull testicles hanging from it too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to like this uh like Legion game. I know, I know he's a <laughs> Legion's already interested. Uh yeah, say you like how tight these shorts are. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Let's go, Bryce! Yeah. Oh, come on! Like, yelling at the fucking teenager umpires. What do you, what are you, what, are you, what are you, stupid? Go back to biology. This kid's gonna be in the majors, and you know what? You're gonna be picking up garbage. Ugh. Kisses his bicep. Fucking dick. I hate people like that. He's like the, cli- those two are like the cliche of like every shitty sports movie. With like the overzealous dad and like the animal son that's, that's, you know, trying to dominate. <sighs> Ugh. <laughs> it just annoy the fuck out of me. I don't know. Uh, what else do I need to talk about? Uh, yeah, the World Cup's over. I did my normal thing. I said, "Wow, this is actually kind of exciting." Here's the thing about the World Cup: I enjoyed watching it because of what's on the line. I can't imagine getting into games on like the Friday, Saturday mornings at your local Irish pub and getting into Premier League games because there's not as much on the line there. It's like, it's like the, you know, it's like me comparing an ALCS to a uh, <laughs> <laughs> until a Wednesday afternoon with the Yankees against the Athletics, you know, in the middle of May, it's it's just not the same. I I can't get into that. So so I'll, 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 we'll we'll discuss the World Cup again in about four years. Yeah, and we could talk about the death toll in Qatar and how many people had to be uh, uh, how many people had to be killed, how many people died making those stadiums. But so let's let's end it here with our old friend Joe Baringo. So part of Joe Baringo's shtick. I'm um, not see. I gotta check it this out. What is this? Wife sent me a link for a portable air conditioner. Let's see. Hello. Okay, I don't need the whole fucking review. How much is it? I think it's one of these deals where I might order from Amazon and then 30 days later send that motherfucker back. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jeff Bezos. Shit, we should have got this on Prime Day, huh? I not even think about it. It's now $274. Available to ship in one to two days. Oh tomorrow, huh? <laughs> Am I right, huh? Kids will be playing the majors soon. Better respect that goddamn strike zone. Uh, so Joe Bodingo, let's talk about this. You know, I've talked about how Joe has basically given up on uh, you know, just collects his 000, hundreds of thousands of dollars salary and do no show preparation. I talked about this long, many times on the podcast and how he is, he's a guy, ungrateful son of a bitch who does no preparation, doesn't watch the games, and uh, his whole shtick is being an ignorant bro. Um you could have said anything he was being accused of, any criminal or, you know, civil complaint about Joe Beningo. Uh I mean, he could have, he could have said he, he's tax evasion or or, or he, he, he broke into someone's house or he murdered someone. And I'd be like, whoa, whoa, we got to hear the facts on this. This this doesn't, geez, I mean, give everyone the benefit of the doubt. This is crazy. But uh, Joe Beningo being accused of sexual harassment and uh, being a creepy pervert, that sounds about right. So today, let's go to the New York Post story first, um, and then we will read some details. And I I was able to uncover with the help of of a friend of the podcast, WFAN Trades, find the actual uh, 39-page complaint filed with the, uh, whatchamacallit, the uh, city, uh, county, Kings County. In New York. So where is this um, goddamn uh, New York Post article? Oh, okay. So is everyone everyone having a good time here? All right, yeah. Is it Boogie? Uh, I was just about to say Boogie Cousins. Um, Boogie Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins. How about him? All these people pretending to be outraged. And listen, it is ridiculous that he's going to the Warriors. But you know what it is. I mean, you have to be stupid if you don't see what's going on. He's going to be out half the year. Um, and he signed a one-year deal. So he's just showcasing his skills with the biggest all-star team there is. And he's just angling that into a bigger contract because he doesn't give a shit about anything. He's not going to stay there. He's going to go to something. He's going to like the Hawks will pay him the max and he'll just be an albatross there and they won't get anywhere. I mean, he is your typical I'm going nowhere player. Like if you want your, he's like a Dwight Howard to a a certain extent. You want your franchise to shit the bed, get somebody like that. Oh, look at the big numbers he picks up. He makes the all-star team every year. Hey, how's the team do? Oh, that's right. They suck. All right. Anyway, so WFAN has become a frat house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on various occasions, WFAN host Joe Beningo pressured her into having threesomes. The lawsuit filed in Brooklyn State Court claims Beningo whispered in Lockwood's ear about having threesomes with him and his wife and prostitutes. Beningo, who's again, we heard his voices before. Uh, how big of a creep he is. Beningo showed Lockwood, the uh, plaintiff, a nude photo of his wife with a prostitute and a proposition to Lockwood to join him, his wife and a prostitute in sexual intercourse. Now, here, here's the thing. So the, the The, uh, plaintiff here is 40 years old and I guess this happened in like 2006. All right. So let's shave off eight years there. Uh, is that right? 2000, no, 12 years. She's 28 years old. So so 28 years old, Joe Beningo, who's in his sixties, shows a naked picture. I don't know how old his wife is. Let's just say she's the same age. shows a 50 year old picture of his wife naked to a 28 year old. And that's supposed to do something for her. Oh, thank you for that, Joe. Wow. Wow, you know, maybe I will have sex with you and your wife. This is this is just lovely. Forget the age. I mean, obviously, it's in, incredibly inappropriate and disgusting. But I mean, just use the numbers there too. Um, she worked in the sales department. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, you know, maybe I should just read the fucking complaint itself instead of the abbreviated version. All right, so let's 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 jump into the uh, the man that is Joe Bodega. Let's wait for this to load. By the way, if you're waiting for a t-shirt for me, I know I talk about these t-shirts. They're fucking gold. I haven't sent any of them out yet, so don't worry. I didn't get lost in the mail. I've just been very lazy. Very hot, too, by the way. Did I mention that it's really hot and I don't have an air conditioner? <laughs> I think I did mention that. I am disgustingly hot and sweaty right now. That's the way Joe B. wants me. Uh, you sick, disgusting pervert, Josh Hate. I'm sorry, uh, Joe Beningo. All uh, right. Uh, where, where, where does the Beningo stuff start? Oh, here we go. Okay, and I'll try to do this with this little bullshit. Okay, so he'd go to the cubicle, flirt with her, ask her personal questions. Every commercial break, he'd go there, talk inappropriately about her physical appearance, her hair, her jewelry. Talking about having threesomes with his wife, prostitutes. And he probably had a, he had a threesome with his <laughs> prostitute and his wife in Las Vegas recently. Nude photo, we already did that. I love this. A real fucking charmer, this guy. On various occasions, Defendant ben- Beningo told plaintiff about his fantasies about having Defendant's Human Resources Director, Miss Marin, in bed with him and commented that he can picture Marion being, quote, wild in bed and, quote, hanging upside down from the chandelier. I, you know, <laughs> that sounds like Joe Beningo. <laughs> Bro, you're going to be wild hanging upside down from the fucking chandelier, huh? <laughs> oh, that Joe, he really gets my clock... <laughs> cleans my clock when he talks like that. Hanging up that back for the chandelier, bro! Uh, He admitted to the plaintiff, because, I mean, this always gets ladies going. Admitted to the plaintiff that he was having a sexual affair with a female sales assistant. Hey, alright. His affair and his assistant were well known around the office for over two years. Hey, so, uh, you know, obviously I got a wife, I got her. There's two people that are satisfied of I mean, you know, I have the tire tracks on my back, all the pain, bro! Uh, um, what else we got here? He, fe- he frequently gawked at females employees and then rated them physical appearances. Beningo remarked to plaintiffs. He raided people on physical appearance. Maybe he could work for the uh, Boston Globe. Remarked to plaintiffs. Besides you, Trish is my favorite. She's gorgeous and cool, Jessalyn, and are beautiful in the body on her. Oh, God. Those are my
1: top three.
0: Uh, uh, huh, Ev? <laughs> uh, let's see. What are the other ones? He would tell the plaintiff that he would walk into her office at commercial breaks, comment how beautiful she was, and tell her he was infatuated with her. Uh, and yeah, this just continues. There's a lot more of this. And he was, defendant's work environment fostered a bros club. All right, bro. <laughs> it's, this just, it just writes itself. It's the bros club, uh, where male managers favored male employees in the terms and conditions of their employment. Uh, defendant Zuckerman was a member of the bros club that included various upper management, male managers, including Zuckerman, Rayfield, radio male personalities, including Beningo, their male radio producers and upper male managers. In addition to the okay, so this is more about uh, males. So apparently, people just get shit faced <laughs> there, and they took every advantage of everything. And so I want to hear what Joe B. I said. What the? F-? By the way, what 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 is going on at WFAN? You got scumbag Carton selling, you know, tickets to cancer kids. I just made that up. He probably didn't, but let's just go with it. So he's selling tickets to cancer kids. And then you got Joe B. basically saying, hey, take a look at it. What do you think? Huh? Not bad for an old man. Huh? It even moves. Like that, huh, huh, huh. What the f- And you hear some people like, is Francesa next? There's not a shot in hell that Mike Francesa would ever be accused of that. He would have so much. I honestly think if Mike Francesa were already accused of some sort of sexual crime, he'd kill himself. Mike prides himself on being like the most respectful man ever when it comes to women. You can tell. You can, we don't do guy talk. We don't do that. That's the family. We, we don't do guy talk. That's never been my thing. Dog and I, we never did guy talk. It's never, it, that was never our thing. We didn't need to survive on that. We did that with the way we want to do it. We never needed guy talk. And you know, he hates Joe. You can tell that there's a ton of hate with Joe. So he, it makes you think Francesca knew all about this, you know, when he left his like, castle where no one probably ever spoke to him. He probably didn't even have glass like in his enormous you know, office. He probably just sat there. Wanted to know, he just wanted a view of the city so he can just go, this is mine. There's a man in this city. It might be Dinkins. It might be Giuliani. It might be Bloomberg. That's mine. So he doesn't have to actually maybe see the transpirings of Joe go ro- running around with his pants off saying, you know, whirling it around with me, like, look, look, it's a whirly bird, huh? But no way, no way Mike would ever be involved in that. So I'm sorry, you know, and I hate to rip on Joe because these are accusations. In today's day and age, I mean, accusations are basically just a guilt. It's, it's a declaration of guilt because even if Joe Beningo comes out and proves every single point wrong, we're going to remember what's in that actual document and we're going to say, oh, that's right. Remember when he did that? Remember when he said he wanted to have threesomes with prostitutes and, and this woman in Vegas and showed naked pictures of his wife? But. I'm sorry, this really fits. Joe Beningo is an incredible pervert. And if you've listened to Joe Beningo for any amount of time, you know he's an enormous pervert. This guy talks like a complete creep. Just scour the internet. You'll find the clips. I mean, I, I think Mango just posted one about him and him having this most uncomfortable interview with him and Kate Upton years ago. I mean, I, I really question if Joe is wearing pants. I mean, seriously. He's such a creep. He's he is that total creep that you know you bring your wife around or something. They they immediately the like hey hey how's it going huh? Oh, oh, check out this huh? Hey hey we well, got a phone number. Or what's the deal? Huh? Oh, oh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> such a fucking creep. Oh god, I saw that and you know I again I, I part of me feels bad because interact with some WFM people and they're like wow would you do this to me if if this this. This were me being accused of stuff. Oh, Brian interacts with WFAN people. Oh, look, look, at, look, at, look at the fucking ivory tower you are in, huh? That didn't even make any sense. But I'm just saying, you know, there's some people, whatever. I don't talk to Francesa, but I don't want them to think that i jump on. But I'm sorry. This this sounds like Joe Veningo. Joe Benningo's a pervert. She'd probably be on the sex offender. Okay. So I'm not a district attorney. Let's calm down. But Anyways. That's the show, people. That is the show, okay? 43 minutes, and I am sweating. (laughs) Um, listen to the show iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13, at RedTicketBlues. Leave a review. I got more T-shirts. I'm just going to keep talking. There's a box of T-shirts in my living room, and I'm just like, what am I doing? So I'm going to say a code word here, all right? And if you just tweet me the code word, which... How, what, did, what what a uh, state of affairs if no one tweets the code word at me. How about we say this? Okay, let's, let's think of a good code word here, huh? If you just tweet at me, I'll send you, I'll send you a goddamn shirt. Because what person in the neighborhood doesn't want to red take a blue shirt? I mean, seriously. All right, let's think of something. This really isn't important. Man, the podcast needs to end, but we're gonna we're going to play this game. Okay, let's talk about it. Okay, ha, 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 ha. here we go. I haven't talked about it at all on Twitter. Air conditioning. Just tweet the word air conditioning at me and you get a shirt because I like you. Anyways, like I said, people, that's the podcast. Thanks for listening to me and uh, stay away from Joe Beningo. Keep your, uh, your children away. Keep, keep your children. Keep your women. Keep, keep, your, keep your everything. Keep everyone away from Papa John's, uh, from Josh Hader, Joe Beningo. Uh, anyone else? I would keep all women away from Donald Trump. He's, he, he's, 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 I maybe mean, Donald Trump and Donald Trump and uh, Joe Benito together, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, check out this picture of my naked wife, huh, bro? <laughs> how, how does that work? Wow. She's beautiful. Yeah. Let's have sex. I, oh God. And he, 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 for whatever reason, he's not on the air this week. It's almost like WFAN. knew what the hell is going on at that station? Mike's app better pre good, better pre good. Better be good. I'm, I'm dying from heat exhaustion. All right. With well, all that being said, right like said
1: Bright light city gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living, the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with love to spare So Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas How I wish that there were more than 24 hours in the day even if there were forty more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel, a fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is a strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva Las Vegas, vivo. Las Vegas with your neon flashing And the one-armed bandits crashing Almost holes down the drain Fever Las Vegas turning day into night nighttime, turning night into daytime If you see it once You'll never be the same again I'm gonna keep on the run I'm gonna have me some money It cost me my very last dime if I wind up broke, well I'll always remember that I had a swing in time. I, I'm gonna give it everything I've got, to. lady look, please let the dice stay hot. Let me shoot a seven with every shot, Beaver, Beaver, Beaver.